Welcome to the Grow Bold with Disability podcast, brought to you by Ferros Care, a podcast dedicated to smashing stereotypes and talking about the things people with disability care about most, to help us live bolder, healthier, better connected lives. I'm journalist Pete Timms. And I'm Tristan Peters. I work for Disability Service Directory Clickability and am a wheelchair user living with spinal muscular atrophy. Today's episode of Grow Bold with Disabilities, Growing Bold and Falling in Love. And our guest, the quadriplegic surfer, Barney Miller, and his amazing wife, Kate, Kata Southwell. In this episode, we'll discover how aspiring pro surfer Barney ended up a C6 quadriplegic, how a chance meeting at a bar led to a truly inspiring love story. Barney and Kata, welcome to Grow Bold with Disabilities. Hello. Thank you. <laughs> Barney, let's start with you. Uh, can, we take, can you take us back to that fateful day uh, back in 1999? Yeah, for sure. It was um, just like any other day. We, uh, I was on my way to, um, well, I'd woken up uh, getting ready for work. I was a Whitewater Rafting River guide at the time, uh, just sort of about an hour and a half sort of northwest of where we lived and just, yeah, got ready, jumped in the car. It was pouring down rain, so, but, we're, but being a river guide, you need the water. So we were stoked and ready to go, went into the office found out that we had to um, I had to jump in the car with one of the other workers because there was a bus full of people coming. We started heading out. It was pouring down in like a small country road. He just decided to overtake three cars and then try to take a 90-degree angle turn at about 130. So, And uh, that's where my memory actually just stops. So until about a week later in hospital. But, yeah, so the reports say that car rolled. I was uh, caught in the uh, wreckage, obviously, uh, when it hit the tree and rolled, and then I had to be cut out, which took a few hours with the jaws of life. Goodness. Wow. Let's, Kata, let's fast forward. We don't want to just, you know, leave it just there. But, Kata, let's fast forward eight <laughs> years. We want to get to you guys because Barney's story has been an amazing story, but we want to hear about you two. Kata, fast forward eight years, how did you cross paths with this gentleman? <laughs> okay, um, I just moved to Sawtell um, from a small country town called Cowra and I it was the Sawtell Chili Festival actually and I'd been asked to model in it <laughs> and so I thought it was a great way to get to know some people and after that I ran into him at the Sawtell pub and... Yeah, we hit it off straight away and started talking and um, then didn't see each other for a little, uh, about a month, I think it was. And then we ran into each other again down the beach and that's when he asked for my number. And then, yeah, the rest is history. So why, why were you moving to Sawtell? <laughs> um, well, from where I grew up, it was, um, I had a pretty tough um teenage years. I'd lost quite a few friends to suicide and drink driving and um, I'd found myself in a pretty bad spiral of um, just alcohol addiction and just bad choices and so um, I was 17 at the time and I knew I needed to make a big change and my, fam- my parents um, said did you want to move to Sawtell because I already had family up here and they, would, they were already planning on moving up here in the coming years and so yeah I 
took the big plunge and and did it and yeah it's the best decision that I've ever made and it's there that you obviously met Barney um Barney what was your first impression of Kato yeah okay uh oh that's a bit rough but no it was, it was obviously it was obviously <laughs> it was obviously um when I first sort of recognized her it was like uh this good looking girl which is new to town I hadn't seen her around before and 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 obviously uh had to try and swoop in before she was taken and uh, and just yeah we started talking and yeah she she was just beautiful inside and out from when I first started uh the conversation and yeah just knew that I had to sort of spend more time with this girl and and uh it's uh led to where we are today <laughs> Have you, did you ever think, or back in those days when you were single and out and about, did you ever think that girls wouldn't be interested in you because of the chair? Sometimes. Like, there's, a, there's obviously a little bit of insecurity there, but uh, it just, if you uh, are um, confident and and just, just straight up and whatever, like, they... A lot, a, there's a lot of beautiful people out there that see through that and uh, she was a rare one that did. And Kato, I'm a power chair user myself and I often think that sometimes taking a carer on a date with me is sometimes a bit like having a third wheel. Um, was it difficult for you to start the relationship with that carer around? How did you navigate that? Um, well, we were lucky in the sense that Barney's carers were always his friends so it was kind of just like hanging out with friends to begin with. But definitely in the beginning um, when you're trying to navigate getting to know someone and wanting to ha- share like more intimate moments, um, you kind of just have to learn to let go of it a little bit and just go with the flow. And um, when we started getting a little bit more serious and like really started enjoying spending time with each other, that was when we had to have the serious conversation about like what was next for us. Um, and that was when Barney really stepped forward and told me his goal of him wanting to walk again and, um, wanting to find more independence for himself. And that was kind of, the beginning of our first step of learning to live without a carer and what that was going to look like in our relationship. What did that mean to you? Because then that would basically mean that you become Barney's carer as well. Was that a difficult transition for you? Not at all, actually. It was the most natural transition for us, um, purely because we were traveling. We started traveling a lot together and just having yeah, having a really good time together. And um, I don't know, I just, it's it's crazy when I look back at it because at that time I was 17 when I took on everything and mm. I came from kind of being pretty selfish before that. And so I think it gave me an opportunity to, um, to give and to experience the world that was more than just myself and yeah I don't know it just it just worked for us and um yeah we've been in this position now for nearly 13 years and it's definitely had its challenges but we as long as we keep communicating throughout the whole process um it kind of just 
figures itself out. So do you still have carers coming in and out, Barney? Are they are they still a regular part of your everyday life? Yeah, they are. So um, obviously not that often. It's only really for a morning routine or um, if, if, if needed. But, yeah, other than that, we're sort of – it's actually been hard because the last sort of um, – I guess you could say in just over 12 months now, I had a few um, issues myself. Like just I spent like a lot of time in hospital last year from a lot of stuff. So I've been out of action. So I've had to let more carers back into my life for that reason. And uh, But, yeah, but it's worked out good. And, and I'm on the other side of that and I won't get into that. But, yeah. Because we're, talk, we're talking about us too, so let's, uh, yeah, let's do that. Save that for another time. <laughs> yeah, mate, exactly. I'll make a, yeah, wait for the second book maybe. <laughs> well, well, let's uh, let's talk about Kata. Tell us about yeah. the first uh, – Barney, tell us the first time you heard her sing. <laughs> okay. Now, this was uh, – it, it blew my mind because I was just on the computer doing some things and and she, she asked her probably about a week before that, could we go pick up her keyboard out of storage? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. And I just sort of said, do you like to play? And she goes, yeah, I'd, I like to play play now and then. And uh, so then I was just in my room and she was out in the lounge room just uh, out there doing stuff. And I was doing an email and I just heard this music and and this voice. And we, I, I was like, is she playing the radio? I, I thought she was just playing <laughs> the radio and I wanted to know what that song was that she was actually singing and went out, I mean, what she was playing and then went out there and it was actually her singing and playing and I was just like, wow, like why did you not tell me like that you, about this? And, and I was just like, it, it, that voice is phenomenal and we have to do something about that. Like you've got a, such an amazing gift that you need to show the world. So... I guess that was uh, – it, it blew my mind and and I'm just, yeah, so stoked that she had the courage to uh, to sort of open up to me about and show me that that was what her passion was. Kata, why had you been hiding it for so long? <laughs> I don't know. I think um, – I guess fear really just – I think for me I've had a really hard time um, finding the difference between – um, self-belief and confidence and knowing that I had a gift and vanity and um, an ego. And so I think I'd had a few moments growing up where I'd been made fun of for being overconfident with my singing and um, being told that, oh, she thinks she's so good, like who she thinks she is thinking that she can do all this. And I think that stayed with me for a bit too long I let it I let it um I let it in too much and I think as when Barney heard me and that was the first time that I'd really actually sang in probably a good two-year period and it just felt like home again and I think I started to feel like myself again and um yeah, it, and then it wasn't until we went to America that I really started to find that um, the the real passion for it and the real confidence in myself again to 
let others hear it again. Speaking of America, you've actually sung at a major league baseball game. Can you tell us about that experience? <laughs> yes. Um, well, I was asked um, by so the place that Bunny was doing rehab at, um, Project Walk, they did a fundraiser at the San Diego Padres game and they partnered up with them and they a part of that they were told that they could choose who was going to sing the national anthem for the game and um, Gigi, who, who was in charge of um, client relations at Project Walk, approached me and asked me if I would be interested in it. And it's funny, actually, just a few weeks before that, we'd been at the Lakers game and it was at the Lakers game that the girl sang the national anthem there and I said to Barney I was like I want to do this I want to sing the American national anthem it's such an incredible song (laughs) and I want to sing it in front of thousands of people and I was just saying it just joking and me and Barney were just like laughing and having a joke about it and then I just let it go and then to have that to be asked to do that two weeks later was absolutely incredible and um so I had three months to to actually practice and get it all to how I wanted it to sound and they actually gave me strict instructions that it had to be uh, one minute and 15 seconds exactly and so that was a thing in itself but um yeah it was the most incredible feeling to look out to like 25,000 people and sing um and then to just hear the the passion from the audience and hear just feel the vibration and the energy of the whole stadium was a feeling that has stayed with me from that day and um that's a feeling that I definitely want to feel again so it's something that drives me every single day as well and yeah I'm very very honored that I was given that opportunity and yeah, I didn't even know if it was possible with being Australian, <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. Um, our neighbours definitely thought I was very patriotic, practicing it every day. <laughs> um, but yeah, nice. it's yeah, I'm yeah, so stoked, and um, yeah, I hope I get to do it again one day. I actually hope I get to do it for Australia this time, next time. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Now, Barney, did something else happen on that day? Uh I can't really remember. No, no actually, yeah, it was um, <laughs> it was uh, a very special day that uh, I actually asked Kate to uh, marry me and, and spend the rest of her life with me. And it was – I just knew that that was the place that it had to be done because she – and she was coming off a high from singing in front of all those people. And I'd actually sp- – and so I – when I wanted to make it a big surprise and and make sure it was a, a great, even better evening. So I spoke with Gigi, who was that Project Walk, who helped Kate with an anthem and stuff. And so I got her to t- just sort of give me, like give, I gave her some ideas about what I wanted to do. So we planned that we were going to, uh, someone was going to get take Kate away to keep her occupied. We were going to, I was going to get down on one knee, which I had never done since my accident. Wow. So that was just something that I had set my mind to and, and, and a goal that I really wanted to achieve because, yeah, I just wanted to yeah do it that way. And, and so we were supposed to be training to do 
that at my facility, like practicing it over and over again. But because Kate was at every single training session of mine, <laughs> we never had time to. So we winged it on the night. So on the night, we're just like, all right, this is go time. So I got, got my trainers to help me. And then I jumped off, jumped down on one knee. They rolled out a red carpet. We had people uh, put all uh, rose petals on. And then Gigi ran over to Kate and said, quick, you've got to come quick. Something's happened to Barney. She comes around the corner and, and, and I'm there waiting for her on down. Now the blubbering so, mess. Yeah. Yeah, we, we both yeah. Um, So, Barney, what, what yeah. is it about Kata that you love? Let, let's get sentimental for it. Let's get even more sentimental. Yes, let's hear it. <laughs> How, how, how long does this uh, podcast go for? I need a fair bit. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, well, I just – she's an amazing-looking uh, person. She has the biggest heart you could ever find in someone. She's She thinks about everyone else, usually before herself, and – she, she she's just a person that lights up a room when when it's there and people just want to be around her because she just has the most amazing energy that people feed off and it's definitely something that is very rare and oh mate uh, I can't even there's so like there there is so much that uh, that that I could just rattle on about but yeah all in all she's just an amazing looking person with a massive <laughs> heart loves to love, just an enjoyable person to be around makes me laugh sometimes or a lot of the time um Kate should I save him please save him I'll save him well, well let's throw let's throw it back at you Kate I'm gonna ask you the same question <laughs> what is it about Barney that you love um I love his his just his outlook on life really it's his ability to turn a horrible situation into something that he uses as his strength um and more than ever I witnessed that in the past 12 months we've been together for nearly 13 years and every day he surprises me with just his strength and his ability to um, just overcome. But definitely the last 12 months I've literally watched him hit death's doorstep more times than anyone should ever experience But and then come out the other side still smiling and still so grateful and so so stoked to be alive and last year he had his full independence so we thought we'd been through it up until that point but last year we really went through it and he literally lost all of his independence within himself of his physically so he was bed bound for the past 12 months um, not being able to get up, not being able to go outside, um, in and out of hospital. He had 12 surgeries. He just um, – and it was very rare. I don't think I actually heard him, like, really complain about the situation. Like, every, he definitely had his moments of 
just crying, saying, I don't know if I can go on any longer. Like, I don't know if I have the strength, but then would let it out and then go, okay, what's the game plan from here? And in that moment of him, like he got told in his last surgery that there was a chance that he wouldn't survive it. And through that, that was probably the heaviest few months of our lives of the lead up to that and to say goodbye to him and but for him to also be at peace of where he was at and see him after the surgery and just have so much light and so much life in him that's that's what I love about him it's his ability to just um just what he does to the world, what he brings to the world really just the world obviously isn't finished with him yet and just to see like there was thousands of messages from all around the world of people just sending him his love and support and like that that right there like he his heart has the ability to heal others while healing himself and that's that's such an honor and such a gift and I am extremely proud to be a part of his life and a part of his journey. So that's what I love about him. <laughs> beautiful. Very beautiful. There you go. So much more eloquent than you, Barney. I am, a, <laughs> I am a wordsmith. <laughs> yeah, she's a wordsmith, exactly. Hey guys, what's um, what's uh, what's fun. next? What's next for you guys? Now you've overcome this hurdle. What, is there kids on the horizon? What's what's um, what's the future hold? Well, we want to just live for a little bit first. We want to <laughs> fair we, enough. We actually want to get out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the um. No, actually, we did get to go on a cruise recently, like a week, two weeks ago. I think it was. That was Barney's first outing for over twelve months. So that was incredible. Um, but yeah, we've got some traveling plans coming up this year and we're going to start um, back doing our school talks and taking our film and our book around to high schools and just spreading more love and more um, more hope. And for me, my music is a big priority this year and so I'm gearing up for a lot of exciting shows and, um, yeah, just getting my music out into the world and performing as much as I can and Bunny's training again <laughs> I'll be and I'll be I'll be tagging along there somewhere and um <laughs> yeah well yeah definitely I, I just I'm really looking forward to just sort of getting back with my trainer and just just that's I've just missed doing that sort of stuff I need to get my independence back uh and and just enjoy and make up for the 12 months of hell that I'd been through. And, and, but definitely, I think, yeah, we're going to start a family after sort of we've lived a bit and look forward to a happy future. At the moment, we've got two pretty crazy dogs to look after. So <laughs> that's been keeping us busy, mate. Yeah, fair babies. <laughs> Certainly can. Yeah. So, um, Barney, Kate, as you know, this podcast is called Grow Bold with Disability. Um, Barney, first, can you tell us what living a bold life is to you? Living a bold life is living the, a life the way you want it to be without any outside influence from whether it's professional or personal opinions. 
and just pedal to the metal and going hard and enjoying yourself. Perfect. And Kada? Um, Go Bolt to me is um, just pushing beyond the fear of um, self-doubt and just feeling it but then doing it anyway. Nice. Love it. Now, guys, thank you so much for being part of Grow Bowl with Disability today. It's brought to you by Ferros Care. Now, the doco, the movie you're talking about, you and me, people will be able to find the links to that in our show notes. And also the book, guys, give the book a plug. Yeah. Oh, right. Us, give it a plug. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, you give it a plug. Go Wordsmith. Go Wordsmith. (laughs) Um, It's called The the Essence of You and Me, and it's um, pretty much the journal to our lives and – you can find that at most bookstores and yeah, it's pretty, it's one of the most healing exercises. On Hachette online? Yeah, on Hachette. Yeah, it's one of the most healing exercises that we've ever done and yeah, if you haven't written a book, even if it's just for yourselves, do it because it's the greatest form of therapy that you could ever do. Fantastic. And as I said, listeners to this podcast can find all those all those links in our show notes of today's episode guys thank you so much for joining us today on grow bowl with disabilities you've been amazing thank you so much ah, thank you thanks thanks for the opportunity thank you for listening and if you have enjoyed today's episode then make sure you subscribe to the podcast grow bold with disability and if you like what you heard then please take a few moments to pop over to itunes and give our podcast a quick rating so we can continue these conversations and encourage people to grow bold. This podcast is brought to you by Ferros Care, a people care organisation committed to helping people live bolder lives. We call it Growing Boldly, and for over 25 years, Ferros has been making it real for both older Australians and those living with disability. To find out more, head to ferroscare.com.au.